1: For Pete's sakes, what
2: are you doing? I don't grab my arm like that. Well, what are you doing? I didn't see him coming.
1: Didn't see him coming? You had no business out there. My gosh, you just step off the curb, start waltzing across the street. The light's against you. You don't even look I where mean, you're... please,
2: people are looking at us, will you?
1: No, if you don't want people to look at you, don't jaywalk across the street then, because quite a few people would stare at you as you lay sprawled on the paper. Oh,
2: I just stepped off the curb. I wasn't going across. I'm
1: telling you, it's a wonder more women aren't killed. You don't pay any attention to lights at all. You just blithely cross the street. Then look. Now look, look over there. Look Look at that woman, would you? Against the light. I... See? I tell you, he just missed it. Now look at that. Now she's mad at the driver, and he's probably just had a heart attack. I tell you, it's typical,
2: boy. Oh, honey, don't be so cross. Well, I
1: kind of like you. I don't want to lose (laughs) you. Now, please keep an eye on traffic lights, will you? Yes,
2: dear. Come on, it's changed now. How much farther is it?
1: It's about a block and a half in the bar building. Who's
2: going to be there?
1: Well, just Mr. Clayton and his lawyer. Mm -hmm.
2: After we sign the papers, it won't be our house.
1: Well, we won't sign the final papers today. I expect Mr. Clayton will give us some down payment based on a percentage of the total sale and the rest when we sign the final papers. I expect that'll depend on the date we set for vacating. Come on, here, look. We can cut right through here.
2: Let Come... go of my arm.
1: Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Really? I, uh, no, I, I'm so sorry, ma'am. I... I... I thought you were my wife. <laughs> I, I beg your pardon. I'm I'm I'm, I'm awfully sorry. Well, I,
2: really, I should think so. Yes, it's getting so a woman isn't safe walking on the street in broad daylight. That's right. Anymore.
1: I'm I'm so sorry. I. Oh, dear, where did she go now? Oh, uh, there
2: you are, dear. Come here, will uh, you? Oh,
1: listen, I...
2: Isn't that dress in the window, darling? That's just the shade of blue that looks best. This under, is okay, no time there, to be
1: window shopping. Come on, but yeah, my golly, I thought you were with me. Instead of that, I'm walking down the street talking to myself, and I grab <laughs> this woman's arm thinking it was you, and she I'm practically sorry, killed dear.
2: me. <laughs> Listen, are we going to be long signing these things? I told Ellen I'd pick Betsy up about 5.30. No, it
1: shouldn't take but a few minutes, and of we're five minutes late now. Well,
2: Come I'm on. sorry. <laughs> Honey, Hello. look out, uh, dear. You should look at the traffic lights before you cross the street. (laughs) I kind of like you, dear. I don't want to lose you either.
0: (laughs) We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. CBS Radio's weekday evening program lineup promises good fortune night after night. With such expert fun makers as Amos and Andy, Robert Q. Lewis and Rusty Draper on hand to entertain, listeners are really in luck. Amos and Andy have always been good company, but they're really at their best on CBS Radio's Amos and Andy Music Hall. Later each evening, Robert Q. Lewis and his gang offer another sure way to have fun. Rusty Draper puts the accent on music, of course. However, his sense of humor is as deft as his way with a song. Listen for Amos and Andy, Robert Q., and Rusty Draper when they come your way on most of these same stations tonight. (laughs) ¶¶
3: Well, if you finish finished reading the contract and it meets with your approval... Well, my
1: lawyer drew this up, didn't he, Mr. Harris? Yes. I mean, this is what I was speaking with him about
3: this morning. Oh, he... yes, he sent it over to me and I approved it. And if you all approve it, there's nothing left to do but have all the parties sign on the dotted line. <laughs> <laughs> you have the check, Mr. Clayton? Oh, yes, right here. May I have it, please? You Thank you. You finished reading the contract, darling?
2: Yes, yes, it seems all right to me. I don't know much about legal terms. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, contract seems all right to me, Mr. Clayton. Uh, yes, yes, I, I think so. Well, then, if you all sign right here, why, we can conclude the deal very simply. I have Mr. Clayton's check for 10% of the total sale. The rest to be paid when we sign the final papers. Yes, yes, I, I understand. Well, are we ready to sign? Uh, well, I <laughs> so. I guess, so. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> uh, Well, I seem to have misplaced yeah. my fountain oh. pen. Uh, just a second. Of course, this always happens, you know. Lawyer gets his parties to agree, and they're ready to sign, and he can't find his pen. Yes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bring mine.
3: I always have it with me. Well, I lost
1: mm-hmm. mine the other day. Well, I haven't had time to buy another.
2: I have a pencil.
1: <laughs> oh, no, dear, you can't
3: sign a contract in pencil, oh. darling. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. Excuse <laughs> me, I no, may have left it in my coat. understand my co- about this. Oh, things. no, here it is. Now, Mr. Clayton, if you'll sign right here. Well, oh, oh, now, just a second.
4: Right. I just noticed the contract doesn't say anything about the stove and the refrigerator.
2: What about them?
4: Well, I think there should be some specific mention in the contract that they go with the house. I know the last time I bought a house back in Cleveland, we had quite a bit of trouble afterwards about that because the contract had not specifically
1: stated... Oh, well, wait a minute. They
4: don't go with the house. What? Oh, no. Did you say they did, dear?
2: Well, no, no. In fact, the stove and refrigerator haven't even been mentioned before. No, well,
4: I naturally assume they go with the purchase of the house. Oh, no, no. 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 Well, that was certainly my understanding. Well, I don't see, Mr. Clayton, how that could have been your your understanding when they were never even mentioned. Well, now, look here. I've already offered to pay more than the house is worth because I'm desperate. My family will be arriving next week. I don't think you are paying so much
1: more than it's worth, Mr. Mr. Clayton. I mean, we've put a lot into that house that doesn't show Uh, repairs
3: that you will never have to make, it seems to me. Gentlemen, gentlemen, now I'm sure that we can settle this in a friendly manner. Now, Mr. Clayton. Didn't you have a stove and refrigerator where you
1: lived before? Certainly, but I I sold them with the house. Oh, well, I don't see why. Dear,
2: dear, uh, I am inclined to agree with Mr. Clayton. Huh? Well, he is paying us a good price for the house, and we certainly don't want to hold up the sale. Just over a stove and refrigerator. Just? Do you realize
1: what they cost? New? Yes,
2: but if we build a new house, we'll want new ones for there anyhow. The ones we have might not fit in. And anyhow, dear... Listen, the house itself
3: is going to cost plenty. We can't go buying everything new. Uh, Perhaps you don't realize, but it is customary in a good many cases to include the stove and refrigerator in the sale of the house. Well... Dear,
2: dear, I I really think we should agree to that. I do, dear. uh, Dear. (laughs)
3: Okay, all right, all right. right. Where do we sign? (laughs) Right there, if you will. And I'll have my secretary type up a writer to the effect that the sale includes those items.
1: Uh-huh. I'm afraid there's no ink in this pen. Oh,
3: oh. Uh, here. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: you want me to fill it, or shall I just dip it in? I think you'd better just dip it in so we can get this thing signed. <laughs> yeah, I Right there, sir. Uh-huh. On that line. Then your wife.
2: Oh, uh, one thing. I don't know whether it's important or not. Why? Well, go ahead, dear. Go ahead and sign, and and then we can talk about it. I'm sure Mr. Clayton won't have any objections to this.
3: You'd better hold up there What's the signing.
2: Well, it's nothing, really. I don't even know if it has to be in the contract. But I would like to keep the door knocker.
4: The door knocker? Now, wait a minute. You mean that large gold eagle door knocker on the front door?
2: Yes, Mr. Clayton. Well, oh, that's
4: what makes the front of the house look so attractive. I mean, I especially noticed that knocker. Well, it
2: was in uh, my family, and Mother just loaned it to me, really, and I'm afraid I couldn't let it go. For
1: it's... Pete's sake, why do you want that old thing? Well, I do. I never liked it anyhow. It
2: happens to be nearly 200 years old.
1: Well, it looks it. Look, I never liked it up there anyhow. As far as I'm
3: concerned, it can go. Well, as
2: far as I'm concerned, it cannot go. Well, well now, I'm sure been... that
3: we can settle this in a friendly manner.
2: Well, there's nothing to settle, really. The door knocker belongs my mother and i haven't any right to your let it go your mother had oh. that thing
4: in the attic and she said take it well take i it. like it well i certainly don't want to be unpleasant about oh, this oh no,
2: my goodness i don't mean to be but unpleasant if you're going either. to
4: start dismantling the house and taking away all the things that give it its distinctive charm which it has and and why i was so interested we're not I...
2: dismantling jo- it i only want the door knocker the love
1: Mike, are you going to throw the sale of the house because of that old door knocker
2: It belonged in my family. Oh,
1: here we go. I don't understand you, darling. Really, I don't. You don't mind giving up the stove and refrigerator, which certainly cost a downside more to replace than that piece of junk.
2: It is not junk. It is an
3: antique. Uh, May I make a suggestion? Perhaps it would be agreeable to Mr. Clayton if you replaced the door knocker with an identical one which you will purchase and place on the door before vacating.
4: Well, if the door knocker that replaces it is identical to the present one, yes. Yes, I'll, I'll be agreeable to that. Where, where are we going to find <laughs> one? Oh, well, I'll
2: find one. I'll look in some of those antique places. Thank you, Mr. Clayton. Oh, that's all right. But <laughs> I would you. like
4: that
3: in the contract. Yes,
2: yes, yes, yes certainly. I would too, yes. I'll include
3: that in the writer about the stove and refrigerator. <laughs> now, uh, if you'll sign right there. Yeah. Well, where's the pen? Uh... Hmm? Well, there we are having a time with the pen, aren't we?
2: I think you put it in your pocket, dear. Huh? And in you in your, put it in your pocket, dear. Oh,
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh. Yes, I'm sorry.
1: Your pen is in my pocket. Dear,
2: really?
1: <laughs> oh. oh, golly, you do remember about the blue spruce tree, Mr. Clayton. I mean, it isn't mentioned in the contract. And, I mean, if everything like that is being listed, I suppose. What
4: blue spruce tree?
1: Well, I know I mentioned it when I was showing you the yard, you know, that the blue spruce tree belongs to my daughter. We planted it, you know, on her first birthday. <laughs> mm-hmm. She kind of looks upon it as her tree, you know. <laughs> well, what about it? What a, well, I mean, we intended to dig that up. and Dig it up? Yes, and... Now, look, if you're going to start digging everything up... No, no, no not, not everything, Mr. Clayton, just the blue spruce tree. It's just a small one anyhow, and you surely it's couldn't... It's right buy. in the front yard. What,
4: what are you going to do,
3: just leave me with a big hole in the yard?
4: Well, Perhaps
3: right. Mr. Clayton will be agreeable if you replace the blue spruce with another blue spruce. Well, I don't know. It seems to me I'm making all the concessions here. Well,
2: we did I, give in on the stove and refrigerator. Oh, I don't know. But Mr. We Clayton, did. Uh,
1: Betsy will be heartbroken if she has to leave that tree. I mean, she loves Loves it so. You know, you have four children. Surely you can understand. I mean, a child is so sensitive at this all age. All right, all right, all
3: right. I'll even replace it with a bigger blue spruce Okay, tree. okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Mr.
2: Clay. Yeah, well, you, Mr. Clayton. Thank you. You're welcome.
3: Let's let's wind this up, huh? Yes, indeed. Just sign right
0: there. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. Who said nothing ever happens on Sunday? Everything happens on Sunday here at CBS Radio anyway. There's action, suspense, and adventure to fulfill your fondest dreams of entertainment. Suspense is the drama for eerie psychological thrills. There's fast action in a variety of locales as Johnny Dollar, insurance investigator, roams the world from Hoboken to Hong Kong. There's more quick action along with illuminating glimpses of the latest rackets when the FBI and Peace and War comes along. Indictment is still another type of drama, following the pursuit of evidence that must be acquired before an indictment can be obtained. Finally, you can get the very feel and sound of the Old West when Gunsmoke brings you another story of Marshall Dillon of Dodge City. This Sunday and every Sunday, wherever you are, enjoy the action and excitement of these five fine CBS radio dramas over most of these stations. <laughs>
2: It's over.
1: Yeah. Well, not quite, though. Still have to sign the final papers when we move out.
2: Oh, we never stopped to pick up Betsy. Oh,
1: golly. Well, I'll go get her.
2: <laughs> all right, dear. Are you sorry or glad we sold it?
1: I don't feel much of anything right now except hungry.
2: <laughs> you know, it's funny. Mr. Clayton seemed so sweet and charming the first night we met him. Mm. When all this came up, you know. And I thought he was rather unpleasant today, yeah, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did, too. It seems so funny, mm. huh? Funny, I liked him so much. I was hoping after his wife and children got here that we'd all wind up great friends.
1: Look, considering what you have to go through when you sell your house to somebody, I don't expect buyer and seller ever wind up being great friends. <laughs> oh, no,
2: I guess not. I suppose after they move in, they'll find things they don't like and get mad at us the way we did after we bought this house. Yeah,
1: I guess so it always happens. But you have to expect that when you buy a house. Mm, After all, the people who are selling it to you, I'm going to run around telling you it's bad points. (laughs) I mean, you don't say the roof leaks, and it always will, even though we had it fixed, (laughs) because it's the way it slants, and there's nothing that you can do about it.
2: (laughs) Did you get the check from Mr. Clayton?
1: Yeah, I got it. I'll deposit it tomorrow.
2: Ah, seems funny. This is no longer our house. I know. Honey. Now, look,
1: darling, we sold it. Don't spend the next month feeling sorry about it. Yeah, I know, it.
2: but we haven't even figured out where we're going until the new house is built. Well, I
1: told you, I'm sure I know of an apartment we can get. Joe told me about it, and he's going to look into it for us.
2: Fine. Oh, honey, building a new house? <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the first time, I'm beginning to get really excited yeah, about it, yeah, aren't, you? Too, aren't you? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> well,
2: that's why I had to have the door knocker. I want it for the new house. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> For the new house. Uh You're not gonna put that thing on the new house.
2: And why not?
1: Well, darling, for one thing, it just wouldn't go with it.
2: Why not? Well, I mean, it's early
1: American. That isn't gonna look right on a modern place.
2: Modern place? No, we're certainly not building a modern house. You mean a lot of glass windows and funny-looking furniture? Darling, it's not
1: funny-looking. Here, I could cut out some pictures. I where... want a
2: colonial style. That's what I've always wanted, dear. You knew that. Well, I
1: know, but I thought we could have a change when I said let's build a house. I certainly never meant a colonial-style house.
2: Well, when you said that, that, that that's exactly what I thought you meant. Oh,
1: honey, let's have a change. Oh, well, this
2: is certainly fine. Here, we've sold our house right out from us, and we don't even know what we're going to build. Well, we can't even start until we agree.
1: That is right. Now, let me tell you why a modern house is more practical.
2: No, no, look, I have my heart set on a colonial. Honey. White with green shutters. Sweetheart. A modern house is really the best. I'll tell you why. Now,
1: just sit down.
0: The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce, with Carl Frank as Mr. Clayton, House Jameson as Mr. Harris, Catherine Meskel as the woman, and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz, inviting you to listen again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door.